everybody, we're back with our second mini-episode of Two Broke Moms Podcast. I'm Dee Dee. I'm Jenny. Thank you so much for coming back to our mommy potty. We will be giving you full episodes starting April, so be sure to follow us for updates and other ways that you can participate in our episodes at Two Broke Moms Podcast on Instagram. Okay, so on today's episode, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing the newlywed game. So since we went over our early memories together in the previous episode, we decided to see how much we still remember about each other. Whatever that is, since we don't remember, I don't Anything. remember what I did today. <laughs> and we also have questions from you guys as well that we're going to be answering a little bit towards the end. So first, we're going to do the newlywed games. So we picked three questions. And basically, the newlywed game, I don't know if anybody really remembers this, it's actually a really old um, game show from like the 60s. I'm pretty sure it was in black and white. It was back when a TV show host were allowed to like kiss their guests and stuff. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) when they had the microphones that were like long and the size of a lamp? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of copy and pasted most of these questions. Um, That's why for (laughs) for us, it says, "What does your spouse do?" and stuff like that. And Didi was like, I don't know what Nick's... I don't, I don't know what Nick's favorite about. color is. <laughs> I know you're married to me. <laughs> I said, oh, I forgot. Sorry. So out of a bunch of questions, we're actually just going to be answering a couple of them. We had a plethora of emails, too. Actually, not a plethora. We had, a, we had more than we expected. <laughs> <laughs> we had six. We were just talking <laughs> earlier about how we thought we would get one, maybe two... But we really appreciate that we had six emails. and We love it, yeah. Let me say, those are kind of hard to get through. It, it's just we're very emotional people. <laughs> we feel really we feel very hard. So <laughs> so just, just know when you're writing those emails, we are reading them. And we're like sitting here crying, reading them. And I know for sure oh, Jenny's replying to them crying. It's really hard. It was so hard to get through them. Yeah. I, it was so hard to write one email and you guys wrote a lot and i wrote even more back so i'm so sorry <laughs> that you had to read an encyclopedia but just know that when you write an email that's what you're getting back from us yeah so thank you so much because they're so great we answered we replied back to most of you actually all of you and we're only going to be answering two of those emails here on air today and then we'll eventually get to more so just remember for anybody else who has not emailed us you can email us at twobrookmothers at gmail.com um it's been really fun to actually just read those and kind of connect with you guys a lot more once we get through those we're also going to um answer some of the questions that we got from instagram which is going to be pretty fun and then the ones that we don't get through tonight like we said we'll get through later on some other time in a a different episode yeah we're thinking of doing like another mini episode you guys let me just know because we're having so much fun and we're just thinking let's just pop out a bunch of little pop out a bunch of baby episodes yeah because we know it's not like the best quality and stuff like that right now we just have so much fun doing it like so we love to and i hope you guys like it because we want to keep doing it until jenny like moves back right so now for the newlywed game the first question is when out for dinner would your spouse order the steak chicken or the lobster so i'm gonna have to think about what i think Didi would order and Didi's gonna have to think about what i would order Mm mm-hmm 
Um, do you know what you think I would order? I mean, see, with these questions, I feel like I need to know more. Like, is there is like there I like a is there a surf and turf option? Is it just <laughs> steak? Is it chicken? Or is it like? The question isn't a fucking combo. <laughs> this is not the buffet. <laughs> the question is: there is a menu in front of your spouse, and it says, "Would you like steak, chicken, or lobster?" <laughs> what if my no, spouse wants both? Well, your spouse can have one, bitch. Okay, let me do... I know it's either steak or lobster. For sure. I know it's not chicken. But see, you were a pescatarian for so long, but I honestly don't know if you like lobster when it comes to fish. Or, like, (laughs) shellfish. Okay. I'm gonna say steak. I'm gonna say steak. Okay. I'm gonna say steak also. Yeah. Was your steak... No, it's lobster. I sent you pictures of lobster that we ate two weeks ago. And I was like, this is the best meal I've ever had. I can die. Oh, my God. You Okay, but we literally have the same conversation like every three days. So where'd you have that from? Did Nick make it? Yeah. I was like, I just dumped this in a bunch of garlic butter. Yeah, that was like a month ago, though. Was it? Yeah, it got deleted already from my archive. You should know this by now. (laughs) (laughs) i only have the span of a month saved up that's about it but don't lie you would get the surf and turf don't lie that was an option if there was an option to get all three bitch i would get all three and some broccoli (laughs) oh my god that wasn't the question okay but i got you for this what cut of steak would i like what cut of steak Uh, is my favorite yours yeah is it not Oh, fuck. I want to say the rarest. I want to say a prime rib, but I also want to say a New York strip or a ribeye. Is it a ribeye? I love a ribeye. I feel like I could ri- eat a ribeye once a week. The second, our second question is, if your spouse won $5,000, what would she spend it on? I don't know. Let me think. I have like an answer that I feel like would be a good fit, but it could probably be something else. I don't know. I know exactly what I would spend that $5,000 on. You'd spend it all on one thing? Something I really, really want. <laughs> I know what it is. I, I think that you I don't think spend... you'd spend all the 5000 on that, but go ahead. That you would spend the $5,000 on a trip for you and Zach, maybe by yourselves. I think that you would feel too guilty and you would be like, I guess we have to bring Porter. <laughs> That is so true. If I were to spend it, I would definitely spend it on a vacation. I'll just go with Zach. We'll have like a little honeymoon and then you think about it longer and then you end up inviting your son because you can't detach yourself away Yeah, from I'm him. like, I can't leave him. Because then you'll cry because he's not there. And I want him okay, to experience so things too. That's why. I know. That's like the best part. Like, yeah, it's fun and stuff good. going with your husband and stuff. But like, I want my son to experience that fun too. Don't you love experiencing their emotions and, like, their absorption of the world through their eyes? Yes. Like, just staring at them and just watching them go. Process. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fun. Oh, I cry so much. Anyways, what would I, what do you think I would spend the $5,000 on? Well, I mean, I don't know if they're this expensive, but I feel like you'd spend it on a deep fryer. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> 
That's a really good idea. But I feel like $5,000 would be like a industrial size, like (laughs) Burger King, (laughs) McDonald's, deep fryer. I don't even think those cost that much. I know. Even. What what would you spend Uh, it on? I thought you were going to say boob job. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. Hey, buy the deep fryer and then use the rest to get a boob job. There you go. My mom told me, by the way, I asked my mom if she knew what a podcast was and she said no, so we're good. She told me it was 5500 I think, for her boob job, but this was in like 2009. Oh, uh, so inflation. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but you know what? She told me her doctor, if anybody knows this guy, his name is Dr. Wiener. <laughs> I when she sent she texted me that because I was asking her for you and she texted me that I literally called her and I said Dr. Wiener she said yes Dr. Wiener that was his name <laughs> at first I thought it was like a an autocorrect kind of thing but no it really was I googled him he his name is Dr. Wiener <laughs> it's all over his website and I'm like how do I how do I take this guy seriously? Yes. Oh, my God. Can you tell me how much it's going to be to make these tits bigger? Apparently, he do. does a good job. Have you seen... You've seen Friends, right? Yeah. So, the pediatrician for Rachel and Ross's daughter is Dr. Wiener. So, when you, when I was looking at them... <laughs> when I was going to the website, all I could hear was, <laughs> was Rachel going, Dr. Wiener? <laughs> so when she's bad over something i was like how am i supposed to go to this guy and ask and like take my shirt off and take take him seriously i can't believe i didn't think about that oh (laughs) we we recently talked about that it was like it wasn't in the month of archives that got deleted i know that for sure i feel like that was like two days ago i feel like it was maybe like a week i still have the website oh i look at the website every day (laughs) (laughs) is there a sale today Is there a price drop on this? Are they running a promotion? Buy one, get one. (laughs) Okay, the next question is pretty cute. The next question is, which best describes your spouse in the morning? A chipmunk or a sluggish sloth? Try saying that three times fast. It's like, I never want to say that shit again. (laughs) I feel like you're a chipper chipmunk. And I feel like you're a fucking sloth. <laughs> no way! Really? Does that take you a long time or not anymore? I mean, it takes me a long time to get out of bed, but I'm I'm chipper. Can I be a chipper sloth? <laughs> Slow but happy. I just like to lay there for a minute. But I, I always wake up usually like in a good mood, no matter what time. And, and the amount of lack of sleep that I don't get, you know? That's the problem with this question. Is yeah. that you can be happy, chipper, and sluggish at the same time. Yeah, I think I'm a chipper sloth. Well, that's cute. Yeah. If you that's ask Zach, I, I love to stay in bed. I could stay in bed for like hours in the morning. I wish I could. But also, I have a one year old, so that doesn't happen. I love the days when Max like just wants to be in bed all day. Oh, I'd love it. I just, I just lay there and let him run around circles, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm a ninja. I'm like, yeah, be a ninja. <laughs> I'll close my eyes. And he's like, you died. I'm like, yeah, I died. <laughs> I'm just sleeping. You're like, oh, I can rest my eyes. <laughs> I know, finally. So those are the okay. three that we did. I mean, we pretty much, that was pretty I feel good. like you know me. 
I know you. I'm, yeah, you know me. <laughs> we actually change all the time. So we got a couple questions on Instagram. So this one says, after your first baby, how long did it take for you to have a date night with your significant other? These are like where we're, we're kind of like different. So like I had my son in the like peak of the pandemic. I feel like when it was like starting to really get started. I had him in February of 2020. So like in that same year in March, like everything started shutting down. If you classify date nights as like when the baby goes to bed, we play a board game and have some wine. Like, yeah, we had date yeah. nights all the time. But like as a, I would consider a date night to be like leave my baby with like my in-laws or my my mom and my dad and like go out to dinner and like have a night where it's just like me and Zach and like it's just us and then we pick him up and like you know do that whole thing but we still really haven't been like comfortable with that yet one being because of the pandemic we don't want to go out anywhere two being Porter hasn't really been like around them really that often like alone like I mean I've been there and Zach has been there and stuff but alone where it's just them watching him it it hasn't been like that so I'm I'm not that I'm like nervous but I'm just more I don't know I'm like more comfortable with the fact that like he knows me knows us you know what I mean it it makes me care of him the way that you take care of him because yeah. always a word. It makes me feel like I'm not ready for that yet. As much as I yeah. do want to have him go and be with them and, you know, do all that stuff, it makes me because of the pandemic, I feel like we're not ready yet. I mean, my husband, I mean, Zach, he's probably ready. But I also feel like dads are different in that sense, you know what I mean? He wants a date night, but he doesn't he doesn't feel the same as me, you know? Oh, I get you up. Um, Nick and I are kind of the same way right now. I'm really nervous and really scared. Mm-hmm. And Nick's kind of like, I want to go to the beach. I want to show the kids this. I mean, things are getting better now, but I'm still not like 100% comfortable with leaving him with my in-laws or my mom or my dad still. But I feel like maybe mid-year I'll, I'll be comfortable with it. You can take your time. And like, date nights can be anything that you want it to be. So you guys playing games, watching movies, doing anything after the baby goes to sleep is definitely considered a date night. Or, like, sometimes even just having a small little date where you guys just leave the house for two hours while, like, Tina watches the baby. Yeah. That's a date, too. For us, um, well, when it came to Max, because Max was born in 2018, he was born in January, late January, so Nick and I, our first date was actually Valentine's Day which was like two or three weeks after that. So he was really young. We were fortunate enough to be living with my in-laws. So as soon as we got home, like the baby was already there and stuff. I didn't have to like do anything extra. The only thing was I had to make sure that I pumped before to make sure that they had milk and that I had milk left afterwards because I would have to pump and dump because we had fried chicken and beer, a Korean Korean fried chicken place. (laughs) So I drank a lot of beer and my tits were full. Oh, yeah, because that's what what he was, like, what, two or three weeks? So that's, like, your oversupply. Your supply is not regulated yet or anything. Yeah, so I was super, super freaking engorged. But I was, like, it was good that I pumped so much before that, though. But I feel like it takes moms various times to get you for a date night. Everybody gets nervous. Some people don't trust anybody with their kids for, like, years. And they never get a date night. They're not having, like, alone time. And they're always with their kids. But yeah. you do. You don't want to pressure on yourself to do it either. You got to do it when you're ready. 
And I, there's sometimes people don't go because they say, oh, the baby's not ready, but the baby doesn't really know a difference. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get used to it. They'll get used to, they'll get used to whoever they're with, especially if it's your family and they've seen them a couple other times. I don't know. It was really hard for me to, I, I'm always, I was always so nervous. We live with my in-laws too, and I was still nervous, even though they were like taking care of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I even feel like if you leave your baby with your like, your baby daddy, your like husband or your boyfriend or whatever, even then you're still like wondering, oh, oh what if the baby needs me? What if the baby needs this and I need to do this? Like, you're you're still... It doesn't matter who. If it's not you, you're going to be wondering. Oh, my God. That's so true. I can't even go to the dollar store without thinking that the TV fell on the baby and Nick is not around to see it. Yeah. That <laughs> literally... Or like I'm texting constantly, like, how's the baby? Is he crying? Like, did he do this? That's how it is. It's so hard to, like, disconnect. We also need date nights with ourselves after everybody goes to sleep. When you finally have moments to be in your own thoughts. I feel like we need those date nights more than we need date nights with our spouses. Sometimes, honestly, I'll just go to the bathroom for a second. (laughs) I know a bunch of moms probably do that. Even that is just, like, something little that, like, is nice. It's like a second that a baby's not crawling on me or pulling at me to pick him up, you know. So to answer your question. (laughs) Yeah, to answer your question, we had different date night experiences for our firstborn. So Didi has an aunt. an actual date night but she's had many like indoor date nights Mm -hmm. and i had a date night as soon as i fucking could because i needed to get away from the baby no i'm just kidding (laughs) it was was so crazy though because at the on the way over to the restaurant i was thinking about the baby and then i could feel my boobs filling up and i was like oh god and then we got to the restaurant and i heard a baby crying and my boobs filled up more i was like oh did you leak at the end yeah by the end of the day, I was leaking like crazy. And I was popping out of my dress because I had like a black tube top dress because I was trying to show Nick that I was still sexy. So I was like <laughs> spilling up everywhere. I was like shooting milk out my dress. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. What's so the next, next one? What inspired to, to start this mommy potty? What inspired us to do this? So yeah, so you... You had posted that, and I was like, let's let's do one, really. And then we were thinking, like, what's something that we could talk about that we have a plethora of experience in? And we're like, yeah. oh, moms. We know we know about moms. We know about momming. You got two. I got one. We're fucking funny. <laughs> we're funny. <laughs> we're comedians. We got this. So then it turned into, like, to that where we're like, oh, my God, like, let's help people. Let's support people and talk about things that like people need to talk about i feel like breastfeeding you know uh diapers teething anything that like you guys can think of we want to talk about because we always mentioned that we have so much content that we want to get through but we love when you guys tell us that you want to talk you want to hear something or that you want to be on the podcast and talk about something so don't refrain from doing stuff like that because we love it Yeah, or, like, if you need advice with something. I mean, like, we don't know everything. But we're always here, you know, wanting to give advice and, like, wanting to talk about things and support you as much as we can. We're going to give you guys advice the way that we would, like, give each other advice. When we were reading through those emails and I was responding to them, I was responding to them like you guys are my friends. So some of them I was a little too real on. (laughs) But, But, I mean, that's what people need. Like, that's what we're here for, you know? It's real, like, this. the struggles are real. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's, that's that's why we started it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To help that's you it. guys and also, like, help us. Like, this, like, it's been like, helpful for us. It's, like, just something for us to do and, like, connect with, you know? It's nice to know that we're not in this alone. We say this a lot. It's always been said. Everybody says it. I'm here for you. But really, we're here for you. Yeah. Speaking of the emails, let's get through some of them. Yeah, let me Like we said, some of them were pretty heavy, so we're going to go through the ones that were not as heavy because we've already cried here how many times. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like next episode we can really, di- like, <laughs> take a deep dive into those, like, heavy ones. So this <laughs> one says... Hi, Didi and Jenny. I wanted to ask you something that's kind of embarrassing, but what was your first poop after giving birth like? I'm seven months pregnant, and why is everyone telling me poop horror stories? Am I really going to poop on my baby? Anyways, hope you guys read this. Um, I mean, we have different stories, I feel like. So, I had a, an emergency C-section with my son, so I didn't have that, like, in-the-moment pushing poop. But I definitely was scared to poop. I was scared of, like, putting any sort of, like, pressure. After I was, like, home, they just told me to take a bunch of stool softeners and I'll be okay. So I was, like, telling myself that, like, prepping myself, like, I took my stool softeners. I can do this. Honestly, it wasn't that bad. I know it's probably different, like, if you have, like, a vaginal birth. But I was still scared of putting pressure on my incision. That that was my thing. Like, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna, like, pop a stitch. Like, something's gonna happen. I think like that. You know what I mean? I worry. But... Oh my god. Everybody is so scared of those stitches, girl. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. So, I, I just took my stool softeners and I think, like, I was good. Like, it didn't... It didn't hurt or anything like that. But I just made sure to keep up on, like, my stool softeners. I drank a lot of water. Like, I just, I did not want to hurt. What was your story? Well, I think, I guess you have two, so, because I want to know after, too. Okay. So, there again, after? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Okay. So, when I gave birth to Max, my, let's just say I shit on Max when I gave birth, (laughs) and I'll tell you what. (laughs) Damn, right to the zinger. Because I don't want, I want you to know, because it's going to be a story and I want to know, I want you to know what you're in for. My water broke in the morning. I went to the hospital and then they ended up sending me home because I was dilated three for forever and they didn't have a room for me. So they're like, you should go home. And I was pissed and I was like, I'm fucking hungry. They were recommended that I shouldn't eat. They always recommend you shouldn't eat when you're in labor because of the fact that you could shit while you're in labor mm-hmm. probably other reasons too but i'm sure that's the main reason i so think because you because you might have to have an emergency c-section too really yeah because they don't want you to throw up oh that's really scary i wish i knew that i was just like i'll shit on my baby i'm so <laughs> hungry but then i said i'll get something light just in case i brought subway back to my mother-in-law's house where we were living and then what is the fuck the contractions they get bad <laughs> They get really, really bad. <laughs> Either that or I had to take shit. I don't know. Maybe that's why they, they were so bad. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. So we go back to the hospital and it's like late and we end up getting a room. Long story short, when it's time to push, everything exploded. Nick was like, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life because you exploded. Like, And everything came out in one shot. <laughs> so... Oh so my he was God. really freaked out. So I was just a pinata of blood and shit. So that was when I gave birth. And then <laughs> after I gave birth, I tried, this isn't good. 
and don't do this. You're not supposed to do this. I was way too scared, and I was, like, avoiding taking a shit. And every time I felt like I had to take a shit, I was like, I don't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> no. I, just, I was so scared. But the reason why is because, like I said, I exploded during birth, and Max tore me from my urethra. Is it called the urethra, the pee hole? <laughs> All the way from the pee hole to my ball. And I had 14 stitches oh my going God. up and down and inside. So I was so scared to take a shit because I have so many stitches. Yeah. And not one of these bitches is going to come out when I take a shit. I was so scared. And I was like, I don't want to take a shit until I heal. Well, what's the first? Six weeks. Is it, is it six weeks? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's sooner than that, no? Or I don't know. But when I went for my first appointment, my OB was like, damn, girl, you have six stitches. How many did they give you? And I was like, over 10. And he goes, Damn. Why? That's why when your doctor, that's your OB, is not the doctor sometimes that delivers you. It's like the on-call. Exactly. So why do you spend all this time getting to know somebody and making a relationship when they're not even going to come in and deliver your baby? It pisses me off because I have this fucking, this guy, gynecologist, like up in my guts for the past fucking nine months and he's not going to fucking empty the guts out. That pisses me off. So you held your poop for six weeks? Yeah. And then when you finally went, was it okay? No, it was horrible. I cried. It was so bad. I was like, why am I so stupid? I should have shit when I had the gym. Did you take uh, stool softeners? I had stool softeners. I took one the first day when I was like, okay, I'm ready to take take a shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And then nothing came out. And then the next day I was like, I'm going to take two. So I took two in the morning and I shit that day. But don't be scared <laughs> to, yeah. to the person who asked us the, or, or be scared. Like, it's normal to be scared, but you'll be okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. We all we all put ourselves back together. Yeah. I don't have, I'm not broken. I don't have 14 stitches anymore. I ended up having a second baby, and I had no stitches from that one. Yeah, see, there you go. And I was okay. good. I didn't, like, open my incision or anything like that, so we're good. See? You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. And it's fine to poop on your baby, I guess. It's fine. The, well, no, maybe. you know what? I heard that it's good not to poop on your baby, but, like, to poop when you're in labor. Because, yeah, not good for your baby. Yeah, not good for your baby. But, they, but because labor and delivery nurse, nurses say that that means that you're pushing the correct way. Like, they, they say that that means that you're pushing the right way and you're giving it your all. So, I mean, it's Look all right. Look at us being 100, 100% mom. It's all right. right. You're the best if you shit on your baby, you're the best mom for that baby already. Yeah. So next question is... <laughs> next question is, hi girls, my question is, what do your baby daddies do? My baby daddy is a cook and dishwasher and doesn't make much, but I don't want to work anymore. Girl, I'm tired too, she says. I hope this isn't too personal. I can't wait to hear more. And then she has a would you rather for us, but we'll do that one after. It's so funny because it's like, girl, no one wants to work yeah our baby daddies don't even want to work yeah our husbands our baby daddies don't want to work no one wants to work no one that is not a millionaire wants to work unless you have like your dream job but then even then sometimes i don't know you know how some people say that if you do what you like for work just becomes work so my husband is in it i'm sure he has some other complicated way to explain it but he all i know is he is in it uh, he does something with computers and tickets and all this stuff, so... Yeah, I mean, he works in IT, and I know, like, he's made sacrifices for us, because I did stay home for nine months, probably. Probably maybe longer than that, when Porter was growing up, and 
I know he didn't want to work, but like he worked for us to be able to do that. You know what, what I mean? did you got, what were some things that you guys did to help you out while you were not working? So at first we didn't think that we were going to be able to let me stay home, but what we did was we looked at our budget together. So we use a budgeting app that helps us budget our money into specific categories for that month. So all of our bills and all of our spending and stuff like that is budgeted out. If it's not budgeted, it's not something we can spend, basically. I think we dropped our internet speeds and we did like prepaid on our phone bill to save some money. Cut our grocery spending, which was easy when he was little. Now that now that he started eating, like he eats a lot, like as much as like a, a grown ass man. So now our, our grocery went up. But we did little things like that. Like, I feel like when that is something you want to do, like you want to stay with your baby and you want to be, you know, a stay at home mom for a little bit, you find a way. There are little things that you don't even realize you spend money on that you're like, I don't need that. I can buy this somewhere else that's less expensive. That's how we did. Like, I had to change my thinking because we we both had, when before we had Porter, we had good jobs. Like, we had good paying jobs. So we were used to, like, you know, having, having our bills paid and having a little bit extra where we can spend what we wanted. Like, oh, I want this. I want that. Like, I'm going to get it. But your perspective changes when you have your baby and you're like, well, I want to stay home with him and make sure, you know, he's with mom and he's taken care of. So I'm going to do whatever it takes. So, so that's what we did. And I mean, we're, I mean, we both work now. There's little things you don't even realize you can do. Like, you have to have that open line of communication with your husband or your your, ba- your baby's dad where you can sit down and look at your budget together and, and both be, like, at even playing fields. Because as much as Zach, you know, I know he supported me and stuff like that, it was luxuries that we gave up. Mm-hmm. So he he had to be on board with that. And, and it took some time for us to, like, come to that decision for sure. I It took a long time. When we did, like, we noticed we were all happier. We didn't need money yeah. to be happy. You know what I mean? We didn't need the luxuries that we thought we needed. We didn't need. We just needed to be all together and be happy. You will realize that probably once you have this conversation with your baby's dad, you'll realize a lot of things based on mm-hmm. his reaction to But You'll realize exactly what's really, really important in your mm-hmm. life and what's like worth spending money on. What did she say that her baby daddy did? Uh, she said he's a cook and a dish- dishwasher. Oh, my God. So let me tell you my husband is a chef he's a sushi chef i've worked in restaurants for most of my life my husband's worked in restaurants for most of his life there are ways if your if your baby daddy loves where he works and he wants to stay there and he wants to and he likes that restaurant life and that restaurant money instead of telling him that he needs to like get a new job because that's always such a really hard conversation to have mm-hmm it's hard to tell somebody like they need to it's always it's accusatory like they're doing something wrong that they need to do something so i think that you should ask him first of all do you like what you're doing like do you like where you work do you want to move up in there and if he does then encourage that because you know everybody starts somewhere you can go from dishwasher to busser bussers get tips so you'll get some extra money there he can move up from a busser to a server servers make more tips than that 
you know, little steps like that. And he just has to show that he can do those things and that he wants to work hard. If he wants to stay in the kitchen, he can, what is he doing? He's just a cook right now. He can start as like a cook, end up being head chef or whatever. I fucking don't know the chain of command in there. So yeah, I I would just say that if, if your baby's daddy wants to stay in the position that he's in or wants to continue to work in the restaurant life that they're, the restaurant life can give you a lot of money. I mm-hmm. honestly, being a server when i used to be a server at kabuki oof girl those football game tips and hockey game tips i think that you can really encourage him to just i don't know just do that and also what does she say what she does or no, she just yeah she what do you do yeah she just do? said she's tired she doesn't want to work anymore girl me too i feel you <laughs> i feel you every morning i feel i, I feel that like are you telling him are you asking him so that you can quit your job eventually. I'm assuming that's what or she's are you, asking. Or are you telling him? Yeah, I assume that that's what it that's what it would be because she said she doesn't want to work it. Or what'd she say? Let me see what'd she say. But I don't want to work anymore. Haha, <laughs> girl, I'm tired. And she has three kids, so I can imagine she's really tired. Oh, girl, I'm. What, How old oh, are your you kids? Yeah, what do you what do you do with your are kids? Are your kids do in daycare? Yeah. <laughs> We're so nosy. We have so many <laughs> questions. Please reply to us. No, and then let us know, like, how that conversation goes. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you have to have that conversation. That's such a hard conversation to have with somebody, mm-hmm. especially when someone that you're sharing your life with, especially when you have to have your kids involved, especially when you're fucking tired. You're mm-hmm. like, I don't even want to, I don't have the energy to even speak right now. But yeah, that's our advice to you. Reply to us. Um, <laughs> oh, and then she has a, or her sister has a would you rather for us. Would you rather only eat your favorite meal forever or only watch your favorite TV show forever? Dang. Honestly, I already watch my favorite TV show all the time. What, friend? It's on just the background all the time. Yeah, it's good Uh, background noise. I like that. I find comfort in that. In my favorite show, you know? Um, What's the other one? Would I rather do that or would I rather eat the same meal? Yeah, or would you rather only eat your favorite meal forever? What's my favorite meal? Yeah, what's my favorite meal? I th- I guess hot wings, but I want to say that too. But I also but I also love ramen and sushi and barbecue. Like I like it all. Lobster and steak and chicken. Actually, I don't care about chicken too much. I know it's like God's protein or whatever. It gets boring. But chicken gets boring. I'm so sorry. I know. It does. I want different flavors than just chicken. And something fattier. Yeah. Oh, like a nice juicy ribeye. Or full rack of ribs. Ugh. I could fuck with some ribs fucking now. Um, but honestly, I'd rather watch my favorite show. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like the power of choice when it comes to my meals. Okay, would you rather live at the top of a tall New York City apartment building or at the top of a mountain? Oh my god, both of those are kind of scary. <laughs> Don't yeah, think scary. I'd rather live in New York City. Wait, but... Do I live in a cabin at the top of the mountain? Or do I just live by myself on the mountain, nothing around? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a tent? Just wrapped in tarp. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I would I think I would choose a cabin then. But it's so funny how specific they were for New York City. It's a New York City apartment building. But for the mountain it's just the top of a mountain. So literally are is it just like the peak of the mountain and then you're on top? It's a cabin, I want that. The views, the mm-hmm. air. Oh, if there's a creek in the uh, back, oh my gosh. There's probably nobody around you, though. And there's probably really scary animals. Yeah. Like a mountain lion. A bear. A mountain 
cat. Same as a mountain lion. But smaller and still scary. Yeah, I feel like I'd want to live in a cabin. As you, oh, but but what's safer? See, the animals thing is what's freaking me out. Mm-hmm. Everything else except for the animals freaks me out, and also the moscas, the mosquitoes, the bugs. Ugh. And what's the wife I like? Can we still record the party? <laughs> If we can't record the podcast, we're not going there, basically. If there's no Wi-Fi, then no, don't even. I better have the best connection to the best Wi-Fi if I'm on the very top of a New York City apartment building. Yeah. A tall New York City apartment building. Yeah. That's so specific. Tall New York City apartment building. (laughs) Or top of a mountain. (laughs) Damn, they couldn't give him the mountain more, like, scenic views, like, on a cabin, fresh fire outside. Come on. Rustic, modern, sunset-ridden. Right. <laughs> Bug and animal-free. But yeah, if you guys have any other questions for us, make sure that you email us at twobrokemothers at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send us any suggestions on topics, questions, games, or guests that you'd like for us to have on the show. Um, you can also DM us. So we're going to do probably another soft mini-sode, and then after that jenny should be here and we'll be recording like live not live but like in person together again thank you guys so much for listening and being here with us and we'll talk to you guys next time bye Bye.